0: Welcome to Market Vendor Tips, your go-to podcast for mastering the art of selling at markets. I'm Whitney, your guide to turning your small business into a market sensation. Each week, join us for expert tips, success stories, and practical advice to help you stand out and thrive in the competitive market scene. Market Vendor Tips is here to elevate your game and make your business the star of the market. Hello everybody, I hope you're having a fantastic day today and thank you for listening to today's episode. Today we're talking about lessons from a 30-day market. If you follow my market, Juniper Market, you will have seen that over the holidays we did a 30-day central checkout market with our partner, Station Park. They set up a beautiful tent. We stocked it with vendors from Black Friday to Christmas Eve. It was the biggest thing that I have taken on so far. It was very stressful. It was a lot of fun and it went really well. I learned a few things that I wanted to share with you guys that I think would be helpful for people who are market vendors. Kind of what I've learned as a host that I think would be helpful and what I learned from doing this extended market. The first thing is something that I actually heard articulated at a business event by a lady named Bonnie who owns a jewelry company. And she said, sell things people want to buy. I don't know why that just summed it up so well for me, but especially we saw at this 30-day market that you need to be selling things that people want to buy. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't Need to niche down or that your product can just be super basic or not unique. That's just to say that if people are not buying your product, maybe think about that and there may need to be tweaks made because ultimately you need to be selling something that people want to buy. So, this second thing is something that I've known for a long time, but again, this 30 day market just really made this even more obvious to me is that your display at a market really matters. It's important to make sure that it looks professional and that it gives a clear sense of what you sell and who you're selling it to. Let me give you guys some examples from vendors that we had at our market that I thought were really awesome. One of our vendors was Blair Co and she sells all of these different hair care accessories, so she wraps that you use to do heatless curls. She sells these awesome towels that you can use to dry your hair, scrunchies, things like that. And something that she did really well at this event was her towels that you kind of wrap around your head and secure with the elastic on it. She had these mannequins and she had some of her samples twisted around the mannequin head. And I just thought that was such a smart way of showing the customers, how your product works. Another vendor is Amber Bee's Honey Butter. She was awesome for her display because she had some really good signs. So she had a big retractable banner that was like, this is my brand name. This is what you can put the honey butter on. Here's where you can order more. I loved it that she just made it really easy for customers to know what she was selling what they could put her delicious honey butter on, and then where they could go to order more when they fell in love with it because it's delicious. I think she just did a really great job of educating the customer. Okay, another vendor that's a great example is Basecamp Treats. They do freeze-dried treats and they do a lot of unique freeze-dried treats. So they're not just Skittles. My favorite one that they do is a s'mores that they came up with themselves and it's tasty. But what they did at this event is they had samples. They had this really beautiful display with shelves and packaging, but then they had also put these little samples in little cups with lids and it made it super easy for customers to try stuff and fall in love with it and then buy it. If you can ever incorporate samples if you are doing food, that's a great idea. Another way that I have used like samples. As a vendor is I used to sell kids toys and I would open up a few and lay them out to kind of act as like a sample. Which leads me to another tip. Any way you can get customers to interact with your product in your display is a great idea. Whether that's setting out samples of the toys for people to play with or setting out samples of your treats. Also having testers. So if you sell any sort of body product, having people be able to test that out or to smell it beforehand is great. If you are a clothing company or a jewelry company, having mirrors for people to hold up the earrings to see how they look or to maybe try on a bag and see if they like it. Anything you can do to help customers interact with your product is a great way to make sure that your display is really drawing in customers and helping you make those sales. Another great lesson that I learned from this 30-day market was it is very important that when you are tagging your products or packaging your products that you make it easy for customers to find you again. As the market host during this 30-day market, I got quite a few DMs that were like, hey, I was at your market last week and there was a vendor selling this and this and this. Do you know who it is? Often I'd be able to say, yeah, like here's their Instagram, here's their website. But I think that as a market vendor, it's a really good idea to make sure that you have your business name on your product somehow. You have your Instagram or your website just so that people can find you again. One of the great things about markets is that it's a great way to kind of get customers, but unless you are strategic, it's going to be hard to get them to come back to your business specifically. They might be loyal to say like Juniper Market, but if you want them to come back and buy specifically from you, They need to know who you are and how they likely are going to do that is by the tagging on your products. Then a lesson that's kind of related to product tagging is to consider how you package your products. If you have like jewelry or things, it's really nice at markets to offer some sort of small bag to put them in. I think that just offers a really nice experience for the customer and market hosts love that when you do that because it makes the market feel more high-end. We always had bags, I mean, as much as we could keep our bags in stock to give to customers, but it is a fun way to maybe brand that, especially if you sell small items this 30-day market that I hosted is what I call a central checkout market. This is where vendors came and they set up their stuff for the week and we ran the checkout. We didn't require vendors to be there. However, one of the lessons that I learned specifically at this market is that it can be really helpful for vendors to come and tidy and restock their booths or come and sit for a few hours to interact with customers. We had a jewelry vendor that she came as much as she could, and she did really well because she was able to interact with customers. Now, not every central checkout market will allow that. That's something you need to ask your market host. If they have the space, they usually are into that because, like I said, it does usually lead to more sales. And just like keeping things tidy and restocked is always good with my market we try really hard to communicate to vendors if things are getting low or if they text us or email or DM us and they want a picture update we try really hard to accommodate that so that vendors can keep their booths looking nice the last lesson that i learned from this massive 30-day holiday market was the importance of pricing your offers correctly and having a range of prices let me preface this by saying Over our 30 days of being open, our average sale, so a customer coming up and checking out, was around $30 to $40, which is interesting because they were often buying multiple things. As a market vendor, that tells me that I should be having products in my booth that are somewhere between $10 and $30. That's not to say you can't have things that are more expensive, um, I've heard the analogy that you think of your pricing as kind of like a ladder. If a customer were to come to your booth and love what you are doing, it's great to have a few different price points. To have maybe a lower price point for those who want just like an entryway into your products, and then you can obviously have higher priced items too. Because we did have quite a few people that were making hundred plus dollar transactions with us. I just think having like a pricing ladder or having a few different price points is a very good way to increase your sales at a market and to just get more customers that are able to buy from you. A quick recap of the things that I learned from hosting a 30-day market that I think vendors need to know. Number one, sell things people want to buy. Number two, your display matters. Number three, make it easy for customers to find you again. Number four, consider your packaging. And then five, consider visiting your booth to tidy, restock, or interact with customers. And then very last, offer a range of prices so that people can enjoy your products from different budgets. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Market Vendor Tips. If you found today's episode helpful, we would love it if you could subscribe and share it with a friend. You can connect with me on social media at Whitney.Coburn. I love hearing your guys' feedback and questions and stories. You can also find the link to get on my email list where we give out a bunch of other great resources and freebies for market vendors.